This is a Dito Podcast. Gupta was the friendly shop owner, visited by a man in need of a loner. He took off the medallion, woke up the rapscallion, now we need to call the coroner. <laughs> there was a woman from Vegas. When he caught her broke down, she would beg us. She needed a ride and a place to hide when the leprechaun wanted to maim us. There once lived a man named Fazio. To him, magic was more than a hobby he wished to be in Caesar's palace, and he was stopped by a leprechaun with malice, who took a sheet in his hand in the lobby There once was a city of sin, where a man just couldn't win. A leprechaun blew in like El Nino, and took over the casino, but burst into flames in the end. Today, we'll be talking about Leprechaun 3. La-di-da-di-da. I feel like Keith won that one. Mm. Yeah. Dustin's was a little Luigi. (laughs) 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 I couldn't help it. Uh, So bad. Whatever. Hello and welcome, laddies, to Drinkin' Geek Out, (laughs) a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin O'Toole. Alongside (laughs) me is... Saf O'Malley. And with me is Keith, and I ran out of Irish references. <laughs> <laughs> and along with me is Pale Little Yoshi. Patty Pale, I left that Patty one Pale. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Pale. I was going to take it, but. <laughs> Can you guys call me Potato Pale? This episode. <laughs> Potato Pale. <laughs> Yes, yes you can. Ah, just call me Potato Paley. <laughs> potato Polly. <laughs> potato Polly. Uh. I love the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long episode, but today's episode we are featuring two brews. Uh, one from the Matt Anthony, which is the Irish Red that, uh, if you remember last episode, uh, this was what is Keith been drinking lately, but it was what he was mm-hmm. looking forward to. Uh, and then we have Rad Brewing's Gaelic, which is an Irish stout. And we're talking about One Roman 1984. I mean, Leprechaun 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, what do you guys have been drinking or geeking out about lately? I'll start. Uh, I went to Dot and Line because out of nowhere, obviously here in Fort Wayne, there's not many brewers to choose from, but Dot and Line's putting out a bunch of new stuff, which is awesome. And the one they put out is peaches and cream, uh, in a can, a milkshake IPA, and it is delicious. And we'll have it on a future episode, but, um, I was really excited to get out there and pick them up. Thought maybe they'd sell out, but I mean, they're canning and I still think it's, uh, the best kept secret brewery right now there's still not that many people there even when i went to pick it up i was definitely the youngest one there besides the bartender there's a bunch of old couples hanging out on a sunday so i'm like well okay cool um but yeah uh it, it's delicious and i know pale and i'll probably have that on a future episode or one of these episodes and who knows but it's really good nice along in the same vein of having a milkshake uh, i went to gugman's last weekend and they had a a raspberry milkshake. Um, I don't remember the specific name of it, 
uh, but it was very like a soury milkshakey type thing. They do really well with their milkshakes, and so I was like, oh, raspberry, awesome, let's go. And so we went, and I had it, and it was great. Uh, Allison did the sours they had. One was a prickly pear, and the other is like a spring fling, which is like cranberry and peach and stuff. Uh, she wasn't a big fan of the prickly pear, but the other one's pretty good. So we overall, a pretty good trip there. I've been pretty boring lately, but I should be expecting my uh, Nintendo Switch here in several days. Um, and I have Breath of the Wild at home waiting Ooh. to be played. And uh, I have a couple Super Nintendo controllers. Um, I'm going to probably get the original or the NES controllers that will um, connect to the Switch. So uh, I have a lot of big plans in the next coming weeks to geek out. Doing some retro nice. gaming and stuff. Yep. I guess the beer I will mention is Zombie Dust, which is a beer we've all had. Yay. Anybody in Indiana has probably had that, that drinks beer. We've had it on um, the show during the the Irish part. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was one of our mix-ins or something like that, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, with yeah. Guinness. And, yeah. Uh, so the first time I checked it in was in 2014, and I gave it a three at that time. So I was just curious on what your thoughts are on deleting check-ins, because that's really low and bad and i don't like seeing that (laughs) uh is it okay to delete that i've checked it in again since then and gave it a four which i still think is probably too low but i think it shows your growth of love of ipas because i know you weren't a huge fan and then yeah i mean that way you can keep track and you can always remember be like oh that's right i used to hate these things and now i love them so you can see how your tastes change over time so I'd say leave it in. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm against deleting stuff. I'm a data person, so I'm always, you got to keep the data. Yeah, and there's been like 200,000 check-ins, so it's not like I'm affecting their score, but I feel bad like bringing their score down with my dumbass rating <laughs> before I like drinking beer. So uh, that's the only reason I wanted to delete it. But yeah, if it was like a brewery that had 19 check-ins and I brought down the average, yeah. I'd probably <laughs> be more inclined to delete it. Yeah, probably that's a that's a good call. But you're you're a one number out of two hundred thousand check-ins, and you have several other check-ins outside of that as well. So, it, yeah, it's really your like you deleting that isn't going to change their score at all. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. But I just wanted to see what your thoughts were. We have, as we said not too long ago, the Irish Red from Mad Anthony Brewing. This is one I just actually picked up today as of recording, right before we started. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. It comes in at 5% ABV and 22 IBUs, which is 22 Jump Street on our geek reference. It says, our annual contribution to our favorite Irish holiday. This mild ale is brewed with malted barley imported from Ireland and a blend of specialty malts. Dark red ale with a slightly sweet flavor, balanced by traditional UK-grown fuggle hops. Or is we it? We really fugle? need to get. I think it's fugal. Fugal. I was fugle. thinking like muggle. Yeah. Fuggle. <laughs> we also need to come up with a new twenty-two. We always get that number. It seems. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll accept any suggestions. Same. 
I say that because I haven't come up with any. So, <laughs> from from listeners included, anybody have a geek reference that they like to throw on the list? Just uh, social media. All right, uh, we don't have a can to go with our beer because uh, they don't can much at Mad Anthony. Uh, they have their staples that they do, but this is not. So I picked up a howler of this. Um, you've all seen the howler before. It's the my Matt Anthony 20. I got two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 20th anniversary from a few years ago. So I guess we can jump right into the beer and look at the call-in. Although you guys are seeing it both from my camera angle. Although yours looks better, Pale. If you hold it there. Yeah, Pale like looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's probably spot on to what we're seeing. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. so it really according, is according to Keith, it's a dark, dark ass beer. <laughs> but but on pales, it's a it's a red. It's a it's a dark red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a red turn of the Jedi. Yeah, the same lighting, so <laughs> yeah. we don't have to go back and forth. Like well, that's true. Yeah, it's like a brown. <laughs> or is it's it different in my light. I don't know. Do we have red on our scale? I think we do. Yeah, we have some dark that color. I think. Somewhere between 25 and 35, or maybe even 40. <laughs> I, think, I think someone did a stat correction on the beer after you updated the sheet, because it says 21 IBUs. Well, that's 21 Jump Street. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's different. It's a world of difference. I don't know, Pale, what do you what? think? I'm looking like upper 20s. Like Vader Saber or? Yeah, I'm too low. I'm like looking at the 40s. I'm, oh, know. well, I don't know. I was trying to get a little bit more red orange in there. That's what it kind of looked like to me. Let's see here. I guess that would be more brown. You're right. Yeah, we can go deeper. Wait, that Like 40s or 30s? I'd say like... mid to upper 30s in the beginning. So maybe like uh... Gremlin 36. Isn't that Gremlin? Gizmo and Gizmo. Toolbox. Is it Gizmo or the Toolbox? <laughs> or is it what, Yeah, which is it? It's called Gizmo in a Toolbox. Oh, Gizmo in a Toolbox. Or we can go Yondu's Finn. Either one. I'm fine with either one there. Hmm. Splitting hairs there. Yeah, let's do, uh, let's just do Gizmo. Okay. In a Toolbox. Gizmo in a Toolbox. It yeah. works for me. I, I would like to see Gizmo fight the Leprechaun. That would be a good battle. Hmm. Isn't it bad when the gremlins get wet? Yes. They, yeah. Well, when a magway gets wet, it turns into a gremlin. Ah. Gizmo's a magway. Okay. Mm. I forget all those movies. I should rewatch those. All right. Sniff. Ooh, it's malty. Mm. I can smell those fresh fuggle hops. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Yeah, um, uh, multi, a little bit woody. Yeah, buzz. There's a little, <laughs> a little buzzy. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, yeah. That's only five percent. So yeah, when I first drank this, drink it went down very, very quickly because it was very delicious and very smooth. But definitely with the smell, yeah, very, very malty there. And I like how they used the traditional these fugal fuggle. Fugual um, hops. So I think that's Fugue. really cool that they actually use imported from Ireland and these actual Irish UK ingredients. So that's pretty cool. 
yeah, this uh, I pulled up a website on Fugal. It's been around for like 150 years, and uh, um, originated in England. Um, it was used as a bittering and aroma hop, uh, but lately it's been more used as a. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It is more recently used as an a, a ro- primary aroma hop. That's what it just said. <laughs> so primarily as an aroma hop, I would yeah. imagine. The earthy and woody characteristics of Fugel makes a great addition in English-style ales, milds, bitters, and porters. Nice. That must be what we're smelling, because it is a very unique smell that I've never... It's not bad, it's just different. Different, yeah. yeah. It's funny when you like read something describing the hop, and then you go back and like... Well, I knew there was a weird smell there to begin with, but when you said primarily more the aroma, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. do you get grapefruit pit? <laughs> <laughs> I I do smell. Drink it. It's so light and smooth. At only five percent, no different than drinking some of these light beers. I don't want to quite say. Achilles, but easy to drink like that. Yeah, I even think this is lighter than Killian's. It's not what I expected. It's a. Uh, I hate saying like watered down, but mm-hmm. it's like, like so smooth and yeah, just the bitterness really sticks with you with the the maltiness of it. But it's not bad. Mm-mm. I like that. I like these styles. It's unique. There is like some kind of like dry woody uh, taste like on the back end that kind of mm-hmm. just sticks with you for a little while. Um, but then, yeah, it's it's just there for a while. It's not bad, though. It's just like it's like the little bitterness. Yeah, I think we've been drinking lately so much of these got 12 different ingredients like a the peach milkshake IPA with all these different flavors that this just kind of takes you back to something like a homebrew. So I'd be curious to think what um, you guys, cause I know you two um, on the indie side have been homebrewing. It kind of reminds me of something along those lines, like a, a typical red ale or just something maybe like an amber ale. It doesn't stand out, you know, too much. It's, it's good. It's not horrible. It's just quick, easy drinking. It's super light and not a whole lot of flavor. It's just trying to be like a simple, authentic Irish red mm-hmm. or something and not fancy it up. Exactly. Not like bourbon barrel aged or... I was going to say, I can't really think of too many ways you can fancy up an Irish red. I think like anybody who reaches for an Irish red and they get something that's like stupid fancy, they're going to be like, what the hell did you do to this beer? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess by nature, it's... Barrel aged or... yeah. Uh, just like rack up the ABV or something. So looking at the untapped website, it's very unpopular. There are, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or else it's just brand new. I don't know. There's yeah. only 80 total check-ins and 73 unique or 65 uh, total ratings, putting it at 3.68. Which, if I if I can remember correctly, that's generally where uh, Irish reds or just red ales kind of fall. 
is in like that 375 range. Yeah. Somewhere between three and a half and 375. Mm-hmm. I have zero friends to check this in. One check in I was reading. Yeah. yeah, same. But I was reading this one that was kind of saying, talking about fugal hops. It's from Tom S. Irish barley and fugal hops make for an authentic red. Of course, man, Anthony Wayne did a number on the Brits back in the day. Gave it a four. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture from Chris L. Um, He said, it's the far right. He has a flight. And he's like, far right, pretty nice traditional red. Uh, that color looks exactly like what we saw from Pale's mm-hmm. picture, so that's good. It's a good representation. He gave it a four as well. Uh, <laughs> comment on somebody checked this in at a four. Didn't write anything, but it, he has people commenting because it says Matt Anthony, and he's like, "Why is he so mad?" And someone replied, "I don't know, but he is mad." <laughs> <laughs> someone spitting his beer. He wanted a liter of it and couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, just pretty blank. Just a couple pictures, just a couple check-ins. A couple people saying Mug Club Night, which is when it was released. So yes. uh, they're just saying, I was here on Mug Club Night. Which is, well, it was, yeah, Mug Club and beer release. It was a, a huge party that was there. That's the first one, like I said, that they've had in a long time. So people are pretty excited. But yeah, every Wednesday's. Mug Club Night, which is nice. So I get 20 ounces of this stuff for on Mug Club Night, $1.25 cheaper than everybody else. So it's it's nice. Everyone else gets 16 ounce pours. I get 20 ounce pours for $1.25 cheaper. Nice. (laughs) Noise. Because I'm cool. Noise. I paid for it. (laughs) So joke's on me. (laughs) <laughs> but I drink more than what I paid for, so I win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's already paid for itself. Yep. So I'm pretty sure I left my phone in my car, so I can't see who any of my friends checking this in. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude, so I'm, I'm just looking at strangers. Everything else in. But... Are you log in are to you, the website? Yeah, log in on Untap website. I'm not sure if I re- even know the, the login. <laughs> How are you going to check this one in? I have to do it do later, it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back after these messages. Yeah, we got to take a a pill break. <laughs> a potato. Well, when pill we start break. talking about the show, we'll just have Pale Duck out for a little bit. It'll be fine. <laughs> no one will know. He could talk, he could leave while we talk about our beer. It's not like he's going to have anything to add. Do you know what? Uh, you have an idea of what you're going to check it in at, Pale? Yeah, I think so. Would you like to enlighten us? Enlighten us? <laughs> <laughs> he gave you a softball. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> Lob it up there. Am I supposed to hit it? <laughs> Am I supposed right, to hit Keith, this? what do you think? What do I? <laughs> I'm do glad you, know? you asked, Saf. <laughs> Keith, what do you think? So I can copy. I know. That's why I want you to go first. <laughs> that's so why I would say the same thing I do. Do you have yours or not? Uh, no, I'll say I'll okay, say mine. All right, go ahead. Um. <laughs> So, I'm thinking about three and a half on this one. Um, I do really like this—the smell of it. It's uh, it's got nice characteristics of um, malts and and woodiness and earthy tones. And uh, but when you drink it, it's just it doesn't really like hit you like you would think it would. 
Um, it's almost like a little bit too easy to drink. Uh, I could see them, them doing that on purpose just to satisfy a larger group of people in the Fort Wayne area. But beer geeks like ourselves, I was kind of expecting a little bit more, um, more punch than what we got. So like three and a half, is still pretty good, but, uh, I've, I've had better. Hmm. Fair enough. I went, uh, I was teetering. But I went 3.75. Um, I thought about a four because I just like the multi more that, you know, I don't want to compare it to a porter. I mean, it's completely different. But I like this style of beer, the 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 bitterness of the, the malts and the roastiness and everything else that comes with it. I would take any type of this beer over any IPA any day. Um, there's always my favorite styles, anything like this. Um it's a different type of bitter. It's a different type of flavor in your mouth. It's just not, you know, overly hoppy and everything else. But you know, some IPAs can be to me, to me at least. Um, so I really like this, and I like the fact it is a little bit lighter because I noticed that when I first got it in my twenty ounce mug, I'm like, wow, this went down pretty quick. And for St. Patty's Day, this is what you want. I mean, you got to go for quantity, not quality, on St. Patty's Day. So, um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's still good quality. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, still good quality. And I think it's a decent attempt at this. And I love the fact that it's authentic and it's got all the authentic things from Ireland and they go to the effort and not just like, well, here's our crap version. I think they actually tried to make it as authentic as they could. And it does say annual. I thought there was one last year, but I think they rename it every year. So it's not under the same title because there was a number three Irish red that they had. Yes. So I don't know if they do different variants or how they change it up from year to year, I'm going to have to pay more attention um, to see for next year's when it comes out to see what, if they do mix it up a different recipe every single year, but it says their annual contribution to their favorite holiday. So they've been known to do that, that their brews switch out uh, the feudals pumpkin and yeah. And mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So So yeah, I gave it a solid 3.75. I'll definitely go back and get this, especially on nights. I stop in and I know I got to get up in the morning. I can easily buy two of these. It'll be cheaper than some of the other stuff that they'll have. And, you know, real light at 5%. Very easy to put down. And still a lot enough flavor for me. So what are you guys drinking? Oh, thanks for asking. Glad you asked. (laughs) Uh, So I found, um, actually went to the the store looking for something Irish. I was like, I got to have something. And I've had this beer before. Actually from the brewery and i don't remember if i had it when they were rad or before they renamed themselves from flat 12 i don't remember when this came out particularly but i saw it i was like oh perfect i don't have to try yeah here we go a gaelic is what it's called it is a dry irish stout uh also five percent abv that's why i have uh four cans ready to go tonight let's go party hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it 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 is twenty four IBUs, which is the Jack Bauer. Uh, again, we'll accept because we're just cycling through these now. We'll just mm-hmm. accept uh, more geek references when it comes to uh, these numbers, especially in the twenties. It just seems like we get the same ones over and over and over again. We'll just stay, start saying like half of a whatever forty four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or 48 is. It is a 24-bit register. It relies on <laughs> registers and data memories, and it's in the Z958 processor. 
There we go. Remember, yeah, that I went one. to a few stores around me and I couldn't find any mm-hmm. thing that Irish was related or leprechaun related, or I couldn't even find this beer. I definitely feel like I lucked out. Just like stumbled upon it, so it just worked out. I thought it would be easy, right? Like this time of year, just go in any store and grab a. Yeah, I Irish. thought maybe uh, Danny Boy Brewworks down by you guys would put something super Irish out, but <laughs> I have not been a fan of Danny Boy for the last few years. Okay. Uh, they got a they got a new brewer, and this new brewer was like, "Oh, you guys have been doing this wrong the entire time." <laughs> oh no! Uh, she came from Three Wivesmen. Remember that brewery that closed down? It's so successful. The, all the, the, those are out of business, so she's trying to put Danny Boy out, too? I, I don't know. Not going to speculate. Uh, but they, they're pretty much... They're, they've gone the the route of being like a sports bar, kind of. Um, oh. Because they have several locations, one of them being South Bend, the other being in Bloomington. And those are places where you you got high amounts of college kids going and wanting to yeah, watch sports and drink beer and they want to be cool and drink craft yeah. beers, but they still want to do their college uh, bro life. <laughs> and so it's very, it's, you know, um, I say college basketball because that's what's going on right now, but it's, it's very like sportsy. So you walk in there and you have sports on. I don't mind because I watch sports, but I mean, it just kind of kills the vibe because you're like, are you guys a brewery you guys like a bar like what are you um, are you a b-dubs are you are you a b-dubs <laughs> but we're not talking about danny boy we're talking about rad talking rad. about this can that is a cool can it, it well it's and it's, it's the, the the writing's pretty rad but they're a bunch of uh sports ball people on there sports balls like cricket is that lacrosse or yeah got, well, that guy's got like a volleyball it's cricket yeah, lacrosse well there's a few different people there's a soccer ball field hockey that guy's playing baseball i think that's cricket there's a, definitely a baseball coming towards him do cricket mm-hmm. people use baseballs no, i'm pretty sure that that's cricket not balls. a that's not a but that's a bat that looks like a paddle uh, yeah you're probably right i don't know what this uh i wonder what this uh thing is at indie gaa i wonder what that is Indica. it's like their twitter thing indianapolis gaa uh, the contributing to Indianapolis communities through Gaelic sports, hurling, Camogia, and Gaelic football. Yeah. I have a place that I can Hurl- hang out. Hurling, hurling sounds like something Pukey Pale would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check this place out. I don't even know what hurling is. <laughs> Potato Pale will have to enlighten us later. <laughs> <laughs> Potato. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's a nice green can. I like the green can. The lettering is a very Gaelic style lettering. The official beer of radical athletes. Pretty cool. Uh, the beer Calor, if you say it the English way. <laughs> it's pretty dark. But there's like hints of like it's red to it. Yeah, I was going to say that it's not all the way in the blacks. It's it's like a Kenobi cloak type say, of thing. Yeah. I was going to say Freddy's Fedora, just Ooh, so yeah. it's like a horror theme. I'm good with that one. Freddy's Fedora, that number 46. Yeah, 46. You smell anything? I mean... It smells kind of chocolatey. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's it's really weird because stouts, and Keith will be able to attest to this, stouts usually don't have a whole lot of uh, smell to them. Mm-hmm. There's, it does, doesn't doesn't come off as, like, very aromatic. But there's something to this. 
nutty, maybe a little. Oh yeah, a little like maybe hazelnut or something. Yeah, a little chocolatey, a little nutty. But you definitely have some sort of aroma to it, almost like Nutella. Right. Yeah. Nutty chocolate. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, there's there's nothing on Untapped like description wise, so I don't really see like what yeah. hops they used or anything. I was trying to like find their website. All they had was a Facebook page, and I couldn't find any information on there either. So just gonna have to make it up as we go. Yeah, definitely can't give uh, the brewery its due diligence. <laughs> but we've had Flat Twelve on before, and they're the same place, just rebranded. So right, because they sent us that one beer and that uh, Mario Andretti one or whatever. Uh, Books and Brew, which is same owner. So let's give her uh, another taste because we've been kind of drinking it throughout. I feel like yeah. Kind of hints of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like that very earthy nut flavor up front. It's kind of kind of wet on the back end. Like, yeah, I, I like like what you're like watered down. Like it just kind of kind of drinks. There's no head. I think it's the lightness because it's only five five ABV. It's just kind of mm-hmm. very light. Even like the mouthfeel and everything is light. Mm-hmm. There's like no head to this. I'm kind of expecting like a nitro e. When I'm drinking stouts, I'm thinking, you know, Irish ones, I'm thinking stouty, nitro-y, boom. So there's no head mm-hmm. to this, kind of disappointing, um, but it kind of feels like this needs to be creamier. I think it definitely has the dryness down, yeah, because like, it's a dry Irish stout. It just definitely has like a kind of mouth-drying, upfront kind of deal to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've noticed with some some of the stouts, like when I went to Summit City and just try like their, I think it's their Mommy River Monster. I think that's the one it's called. It's just a basic stout. And after having mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. their other, um, their heavy, you know, coffee flavored and 11% ABV beers, switching over to that one at like 5%, it's like, oh, it's like it's missing something. And it leaves that, yeah, a bit of that dryness in your mouth. It's still good, but it's like, that's not what I was expecting, especially since all the other ones I were drinking were so high alcohol content, but. They're still good. You just got to stick with them. You don't want to start powerful and move your way down. Right. <laughs> right. This kind of reminds me of like a homebrew, as you guys literally just said. Yeah. Your, your yeah. Red. Because this kind of has a little bit of hints of the the uh, the stout that I made, the the Irish stout that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine turned out For a little sure. bit more red than this. But it's got that flavor. It's I don't hate it. I like it. I really like the flavor. It yeah. just you really need a bunch of these because of the, how light they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice to have a whole four pack of them. Yeah, you know what I need to invest in? Like we're working on getting a, another fridge and potentially like a kegerator. I need to get something that I can nitro beers because this would be a perfect candidate mm. for that. Ooh. It would be really, really smooth. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would, would be nice. I would drink the shit out of it. <laughs> Because the flavor's good. I mean, it's pretty smooth on its own. Yeah. And it's smooth already because there's, like, not a lot of uh, carbonation to it. So, yeah. like, just nitroing it up, boosting it up. Yeah. I, I want creamy. That's what I want. I want something creamy without mm-hmm. having to add, like, Irish cream to it. I want something, like, creamy to it. Throw some Baileys in here. Yeah. You should look into that fizzy wig thingy that I... <laughs> Don't you have one in your garage somewhere? Uh, It's in the closet. Somewhere. Fizzy wig. It's supposedly supposed to... uh. Make it like a nitro. It's supposed to just add like carbonation to it and like really smooth it out. Um, I thought it like worked most of the time, but something to look you into. Use it twice. We used it. I don't know how it, twice. I don't know if he used it outside of that, <laughs> but we did it on the show. That was a fun episode. Yeah, I don't even know what it was fucking called, but we called it the fizzy wig. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it's what it, it's, it's physics something. That is not what it's called. It's not fizzy wig though. Guarantee you get a Sam Adams beer when I Google that. So anybody got untapped already? Yes, I did, and I still do. Phone just went dead there. Out of 140 war, 141 check-ins, it averages a 3.75. So not too far off from where we were with ours. Yeah. I know. It's uh, most recent check-in mm-hmm. comes from Jordan on March 4th, and she said, just a coffee-flavored beer, easy to drink. Gave it a three. Colt's Couch Crew said, nice Irish-style, crazy drinkable, light-bodied. Gave it a 3.8. Somebody else said, definitely Rad's Best Brew. Wow. I don't agree. I haven't had too many of them. I, st- I don't think I've been there. I've been there a couple times. And Saf, if you're on there, and if you look at some of the pictures, when I was looking at them earlier, I noticed mm-hmm. uh, this one lady's check-in has our um, Oberon glasses from summer 2009. Oh, nice. She was drinking out of one of those. I'm like, I still have two of those. I use those. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Joanna's little check-in. I'm like, I know that class. Oh, I see it. <clears throat> uh, just to reiterate the point that I made earlier about this is not their best beer. They have a banana split stout, Ooh. and they have a peanut butter AF stout. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, definitely take those. Yeah. So even on Untapped, it says subsidiary of Books and Brew. So they're hundred percent like they're bitches. Cool, 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 cool. Bitches. Yeah, because the guy that owns Books and Brew bought Flat 12 and changed the name to Rad. Ah, yep, that's why. I f- did fail to check this one in. I know I've had it before, so I'll just go ahead and check it in. I just checked mine in, so I will go first. Uh, I gave it a 3.75. And I said it's a nice, light, easy-drinking stout which is always nice to have to uh, uh, switch it up from those heavier alcoholic stouts to have just one that you can go down real easy and but still have the flavor of a stout. And, uh, uh, yeah, I really like the flavor of it, and it's uh, I've had better stouts, obviously, but I like the option for a lighter version of a stout. Mm-hmm. I also gave this a 375. Um <laughs> I know. My note says, could use some nitro. Great flavor. Could use some nitro. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that this, like, if you had a nitro version of this one, maybe. Like, even if that was the only variant, maybe add a little vanilla or something. You know, cream Ooh, it up a little bit. That'd be good. Like, easily in the Cream f- it up. Easily <laughs> in the fours. <laughs> yes, cream it up. I said it. <laughs> not going to back out of it. <laughs> I liked it. That's why I repeated it. <laughs> All right. Well, since I had a uh, second can just sitting here, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I need to go get another one. I'm already out of mine. Pills nursing his. Keith's about to drink the rest of mine if I don't hurry up here. 
While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkandgeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at drinkandgeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcast. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're talking about Leprechaun 3, the third Leprechaun movie. Probably the best Leprechaun movie to date of the of of <laughs> so the, the out of the three we've watched. <laughs> yeah, this is probably the best one out of the three, a hundred percent. Because of the other two, I didn't want to have a thirty-hour conversation about it. This one, I'm I'm all on board. <laughs> I'm all on board. Like so so much on board. I'm so much on board with this one that I want to write like a book or whatever. And just call it the stupid girls of Leprechaun. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Then be an easy book to write. There's plenty of them. I know. All right. Fun fact number one. This movie was filmed in just 14 days. Wow. It shows. Yeah. (laughs) It does. (laughs) I was like, that actually seems like a long time for what I watch. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't think they took more than one take. (laughs) Right. Sometimes. Yeah. How how many times are you going to be on the Vegas Strip and you're going to run somebody over? <laughs> that was one take, clearly. Well, I don't think they had any permits to shoot outside in Vegas. So, like, when Leprechaun's walking down the street, it's just, like, handy cam and just go. We'll get this one take and then, yeah. <laughs> then we got to get out of here and go back to <laughs> Vancouver or wherever we shot inside that hotel lobby, bad casino yes. set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where there's, like, three tables. Uh, fun fact number two. This was the first Leprechaun movie to go direct-to-video, and it uh, became the fir- highest-selling direct-to-video film of 95, beating out Land Before Time 3, Carnosaur 2, and Theodore Rex. Obviously, we're obsessed with dinosaurs at this time because it's a couple years after Jurassic yes, Park. Yes, everybody's <laughs> trying to cash in on that. It's funny, though. Land Before Time 3, it couldn't beat that out? Couldn't beat out Leprechaun? Come on. Land Before Time was awesome. I did love that. The first one, there's a he- and there's I don't like tw- remember any after the first one, but... I think there's like 12 of there's them. There's so many. <laughs> I honestly thought there's only one. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> the rest were all direct-to-video, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. It's like the Aladdin films. How many of those do you actually know about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows about any Disney sequels, really. Yeah, they all go to video, and it's like, Cinderella, The Awakening. (laughs) What the hell's this? (laughs) Then finally, Lee Armstrong, who played Tammy, quit acting after this film. She only appears in like one other thing (laughs) before this. I imagine it was horrible doing this 14 days. I feel like she found out that acting wasn't her thing from doing this. I thought her dialogue was just awful. Uh, Well, the writing was bad for her, and then she d- was horrible at saying her lines. It just looked like someone reading or something. Right. <laughs> you almost hit both of us. You want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> want to back up and try again? <laughs> oh, yeah. She wins the award right. for, like, biggest, like, 
bitch <laughs> when she first <laughs> when she first meets Scott. Yeah, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I, I got a lot to say about that. That scene <laughs> could be the whole episode. I think it really could. And it's like one. It's like two lines. It, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> you want me to start? Yeah, we can. You go ahead and read that. Read through this and jump in if we have anything to say. Yeah, I was just gonna read through it and then commentary. Because if you guys have yeah. the most commentary on them, yeah. <laughs> this, I'll go ahead and read the premise and we can go from there. So, perfect. Um, in a Las Vegas pawn shop, an old man with one leg, one hand, and one eye shows up and pawns the shop owner Gupta with a statue wearing a medallion around its neck. The old man claims the statue is his good luck charm and warns Gupta to never touch the medallion it's wearing. Gupta agrees, then removes the medallion immediately, remarks how cheap it is, and then puts it on. The leprechaun suddenly springs to life from his statue prison, jumps on Gupta's back, and bites off a part of his ear and says, I like Indian food, so spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Before he can cause him any more harm, Gupta reveals that he's wearing a medallion that he's found on the leprechaun's then-petrified body. The leprechaun grabs his pot of gold and runs from it and hides in the basement where Gupta traps him. The leprechaun notices one gold coin is missing. That is a fucking lie. He does harm him one more time. I know. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He he takes his shoes. up his shoes. He's like, ooh, leather. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, reveals that like, Gupta has, like, a hole in his sock. Like, he's, like, his gross toes poking through. And he's like, ooh, don't mind if I do. And he starts to eat, like, sucking on his toe. He, like, bites his toe off. He bites That's it right. off. He did bite it off. I thought for sure he was going to shine the shoes because like, he was so obsessed with shining people's shoes earlier. Right. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh, throw the shoe aside. I'm going to eat your foot. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. obnoxious. But he does does and do more. Gupta is like a super racist character because this dude's from Argentina. He's not Indian at all. Or, but he's doing this horrible pawn shop owner character that's like your typical Indian pawn shop owner. Yeah in brown face and i don't know he's like oh look how cheap this medallion is let me put it on and hide it in my shirt because that's what you do with cheap things that i brought into your pawn shop (laughs) so many and then it like it's it's really weird too like he doesn't realize what he did but there's a pot of gold that just magically fucking appeared and he's like oh this dude's an idiot (laughs) (laughs) like you're not worried about like the statue that was there that's no longer there you've you just left doesn't care about that he's like oh oh, fucking idiot i I liked how he laughed at the old man too when old man's like it's my good luck charm he's like oh really worked out for you didn't it (laughs) (laughs) you're missing half your body yeah nothing suspicious about this tell me not to touch it yeah okay let me believe this guy who's all <laughs> oh, mangled. I won't touch it. Let me take it. Yeah. And he was really easy to yeah, barter with. Like Ten dollars. Here's $10. Just no. Guess. $20. Okay. <laughs> $20. Well, I'm guessing he fought with the leprechaun before, and he's just trying to get rid of it as quickly as possible and get out of town. Yeah. That's why he's all beat up like that. That's like, there's a whole nother movie waiting before this. I'm like, I want to see this dude's mm-hmm. battle and the medallion and how he got it on. It's like, I'm more interested in that. <laughs> that story. Yeah, we just don't Need know. A prequel yeah. to Leprechaun 3. Hey, we can make one. 14 days, <laughs> knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't need any acting experience. <laughs> nope. Who do we know that's willing yeah, to show their say, boobs? Just get some strangers okay. off the streets. They'll probably do it. <laughs> Here's 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, to come in our movie. It'll be a le- little leprechaun. Uh, but you better like Gupta because for the first 35 minutes of the movie, they keep cutting back to him, so we get to keep seeing what he's up to. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I tried to uh, condense the summary of this so it's because it jumps back but in force between like all these characters and just like one line this guy says oh let's cut back and see what Gupta's doing and then yeah. cut to see what these magicians are doing oh we gotta see what Gupta's still do up to I like how we had to watch Gupta put in this ancient program to tell you all about the history <laughs> of the leprechauns <laughs> <laughs> or just, when he was oh loading his revolver one little little, little three leprechaun. little leprechaun <laughs> four little five little six little <laughs> leprechauns uh, is it is it racist for me to make fun of his dumb accent that he was being? <laughs> I don't know. Because obviously I'm not making fun of Indian accents. I'm making fun of him for being <laughs> brown face. Fake accent. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even genuine. So uh, He's Argentinian. That's yeah. for sure not genuine, yeah. But fuck, dude. <laughs> and he he took so much abuse from this leprechaun. He, like, fought. <laughs> to his death. <laughs> Keith, read this next paragraph and we'll find out what happened to Keith. All right. After viewing the legends and folklore disc he has in his top drawer, just happened to have that laying around, Gupta <laughs> attempts right to kill the leprechaun. When that doesn't work, he tries negotiating with him by allowing him to have half of the gold in exchange for the medallion and his freedom. Knowing he is being tricked, the leprechaun tosses the medallion aside. Gupta tries to run and call for help, but is strangled to death by the leprechaun via the phone cord. <laughs> this even leaves out when they're like fighting and he gets shot by the Cupid's arrow. That yeah. The, that the leprechaun magics magic. from that statue. <laughs> I thought he was going to die from that. And I'm like, oh, he just yeah. like yeah. hit his arm or something. I'm like, I was expecting it like a temple shot and be like, oh, kill the guy in one hit. I'm like, that'd be cool. Nope. I wonder how much they paid Gupta because I feel like he had plenty of like airtime that they're like we just we can't kill him off too early he's our he's our big star (laughs) well i think he's only in the movie for about five minutes they just spread it out so much because uh otherwise the leprechaun wouldn't show up until halfway through the movie like he'd be in the first scene with gupta that we wouldn't see him again for another 30 minutes so they're just like let's just chop up gupta's scene and spread it out through the first 30 minutes that way we get bits and pieces of the leprechaun all right, moving on. Uh, meanwhile, college student Scott McCoy has just arrived in Las Vegas. He is so fascinated by the lights, he nearly runs over a woman who is experiencing car trouble. He apologizes, and she says, It's all right. Happens all the time. He gives her a ride to the Lucky Shamrock Casino. How convenient. Where she works as a magician's assistant. At the casino, Scott asked Tammy to sneak him in, even though anyone could just walk into the front door of a casino. And she says, what do you think this is, Disneyland? But eventually agrees to let him in a door that is not locked or anything. While inside, Scott can't resist gambling. He puts up, <laughs> he pulls a $23,000 check out of an envelope that says, this should cover your tuition and housing. Good luck, son, and cashes it in. There's a lot there. So we got the car scene where apparently she almost gets run over daily. It happens all the time. <laughs> and then there's a funny moment where he's like, oh, 
let me check your engine out. And he opens up the hood and he's like, oh, someone stole the yeah. engine. <laughs> and he gets back there. Can you start it up for me? And it's like putters out. But it starts. Like if you listen, yeah. the car starts. It stays running for a minute or so. And then she kills it. And he's like, have you ever blown a rod before? <laughs> she's like, she's like, excuse me? So I was, I was telling Allison about that line, and she's like, are you guys doing a porno? <laughs> <laughs> and then he tries to explain to her, it's like, you know, the engines have rods and pistons, and she like rolls her eyes, and she's like, oh, you don't want to hear about this, do you? you? You're the one that asked for help. I'm trying to help you, and now you're just like rolling your eyes don't at me. Don't teach me, just, just do it. She, she's like, I'm a girl. Yeah. What do I need to know what cars for? Like, just give me a ride. Just do your job. It's what men do. do. Have, <laughs> fix my like, car. What What do you think it is? I don't know, but I knew it wouldn't be a problem. Well, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe you would know what it is, but you still can't fix it because you don't know how to fix it. He's like, it's just dead, even though I can turn it on when I use the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, the... Then he's like, okay, you don't have to pay me the $10 to take you. Where do you work? She's like, Chicago. And he's like, ah, funny. I would have taken you there. (laughs) At that point, he's very desperate. He's in love with her already. Yeah. Oh, I would have done it. In the next scene, she'll be in love with him, too. I'll do anything for you. (laughs) Really? And then they go to the casino, and he wants to get in so bad. And he asks her on date, too. Yeah. What do you think this is, Disneyland? You know the place that people break into all the time? <laughs> what did that line be? <laughs> <laughs> it's that common place people break into, Disneyland. Right. I don't remember and last time. She doesn't time. want him to get seen. Right. She could lose her job. <laughs> but last time I checked, because I've How does been, she know? She knows he's underage yeah, because right. she asked him, or she he's like, oh, this is a funny scene too. She's like... You're going to L.A.? Are you like a movie star or something? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm going. She makes fun of him, even, right. even though she's a magic assistant. Yeah. Right. And she's like, oh, movie star? She's like, no, I'm going to college. Oh, I guess that's good, too. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to know about your backstory here. Did you fail college? Apparently. Did, or do you have something against like college? Are you more of like a trade school person? I'm very interested mm-hmm. in this. And then she's like, what do you do? I'm a magician. Well, actually, just the assistant. Why would you lie about this? Why are you making fun of me if I want to be an actor, even though that's not what I want to do? You're just a magician's assistant. (laughs) What do you have to say? She's like, (laughs) oh, he sucks, but it pays the bills. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's like a very 90s thing to say. (laughs) Great Fazio. <laughs> and then, uh, so he pulls up that check, which is what parents do all the time when they need to pay the tuition. They just give their son a $23,000 check and say, here you go, good luck. Maybe yeah. in the 90s, who knows? Let's not give the money to the bursar's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll wire the check to the bursar so you can get into school. Nope, just take it. We trust you, you 18-year-old idiot. We we won't see you off to college. Just good luck. You're on your own. <laughs> Drive across the country through Vegas with all our money. And he had nothing in the car with him. <laughs> no suitcases. Nothing. Like, there was nothing in the car that, like, basically said, I'm moving to L.A. So, yeah, it was right to assume he was being an actor. 
just means he's going to be working, busting some tables or something. I just like how he went from he's never really gambled before to, well, let's just waste it all here real quick. It's like <laughs> You lose $23,000 in like 15 not, minutes. I, I don't know. I know I don't gamble that much to begin with, but it's like to be willing to take your $23,000 check, it's like, um... Right, no. and like Loretta or Duckface, as I call her, like was like <laughs> able to convince him to just throw it all. Yeah, just throw it all on, and then pawn your watch because maybe your luck will turn around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess there's no like there's no discussion like when she meet first meets or like when we first meet Loretta and we first meet Fazio. Uh, he's like practicing tricks and like. Loretta's mm-hmm. like, where's your fucking slut now? I'll suck your dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I look good in this stuff, and her tits are, like, down her waist. Or, <laughs> or at least, like, how it's supposed to be portrayed. She's like, I'm, like, super hot still. And she, like, looks like the mom from, like, Married with Children. Yes. And <laughs> she had the, the perm going with, like, the high-waisted pants. So you're going to need a attitude transplant too you fat bitch I forgot about that <laughs> I think she's the one that calls him a bitch but he's the one he's like you can't just use plastic surgery you're gonna need a attitude transplant or a personality tra- Im- implant yeah, or personality something. yeah and she's like late because of the car problems and they're like oh my god mm-hmm. you're a stupid whore <laughs> like, let me torch you with my new magic trick. They're like very, like, very sexist with the way that they're dressing her, and then how they address her. <laughs> Basically, like slut shaming her. But like, that's the uniform that you make her wear. He's like, right? I don't think she chose that. She fills it in nicely. You don't. <laughs> You're a fucking whore. <laughs> and then Mitch, the. Uh, casino owner comes in and makes it even worse by like hitting on her Mm -hmm. this fucking mitch character oh my god and he's just like he's like that 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 business owner in the 90s or i guess Mm -hmm. 2000s i guess he's He's like like donald trump character i was gonna say he is donald trump (laughs) right and the casino owner that hits on women and grabs them by their pussies and (laughs) he's just like He's obnoxious. Like, there's literally no end to how ridiculous he is. Uh-huh. And there's more to it later, and I'll get into that. But it's like, holy fuck, dude. He, he walked in that room, and I immediately was like, oh, my God, my I'm drained. <laughs> it was a fucking movie, and I'm drained. Yeah, but that was, that was not part of that description, but it was pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, that's not in the description because it's kind of like a short scene. Uh, he loses all his money at the roulette wheel due to it being rigged. So he goes to the local pawn to or the local shop to pawn his watch, where he uncover where he uncovers Gupta's lifeless body on the floor. He proceeds to touch and move the body, tampering with the crime scene, and exclaims, "Oh man, I thought I had problems." After calling the police, <laughs> Scott puts the phone down on the computer keyboard like an idiot and triggers the legends and folklore thing, which leads him to find and take the leprechaun's gold coin and give him one wish. Um, the computer states in folklore that one wish grants the mortal anything he or she desires. After hearing this, Scott sarcastically wishes that he was back at the casino on a winning streak. 
Yeah. I like how the uh, the computer was always on point. I know. <laughs> it's always exactly what you need to know at that moment in in the movie. And it even goes like, okay, now let's recap <laughs> when he like turns it on. Yeah, it's it's very like uh, it's it's nice cues for the movie. Like it's it's telling the story without having like somebody actually narrate or tell the story. It's you know it's on in the background, but it's the foreground. You can notice it's it's good. I like it. I did like the the computer program. Yeah, I want that com- computer program. <laughs> Done deal. I'll make it. Uh, and the, but it like it, it seems to give a bunch of information that's never used in the movie. Like I figured the potato thing. Like mm-hmm. the guy gets addicted to potatoes later, but it's not like the the regular leprechaun never says anything about potatoes or never even looks at a potato. No, it doesn't. And then there's like a part about two leprechauns not getting along, which I don't. I mean, I guess they don't get along, but they wouldn't have got along anyway. That didn't need to be in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Back at the casino, Scott strikes it rich, after which he realizes his wish had come true. He's later robbed by Loretta and Fazio, casino employees, and then attacked by the leprechaun. He is able to stab the leprechaun in the head and throw him out of the hotel window, but in the process is bitten by the creature, and some of leprechaun's blood mixes with his. When the leprechaun hits the ground, he says, Next time, I'll take the elevator. Scott calls hotel security to complain he was attacked by a leprechaun, but doesn't mention that a hotel employee just attempted to rob him. Scott immediately begins to undergo leprechaun-like tendencies, such as quoting random limericks in an Irish accent and craving potatoes. In the meantime, Loretta and Fazio, along with the Lucky Shamrock's owner, Mitch, pass the coin around making wishes. It's funny, at this point, like he he's like, oh, he took my coin. Like, you knew right away <laughs> that it was gone. Oh, man, my coin. I like how the uh, Fazio, like, throws a smoke bomb, but li- waits until half the smoke disappears and then runs away. <laughs> it's very poor timing. One take, poor timing. It's just what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, throws it. He, like, looks in the room, and then he's like, oh, I should run now. <laughs> right. Now, did the leprechaun ever pull the knife that went in his forehead? I thought he just pulled the handle off. He just and the blade it, was still in there, so I'm like, and it disappeared. I'm like, oh, does it get consumed or what? <laughs> it just healed. He healed. Mm-hmm. Spit it out when we weren't looking. Yeah. yeah the 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 plate that he he orders from the bar was funny. He's every single potato item on the menu she brings over. <laughs> yes, and then he asks her a riddle, and she's like so distraught that she missed it. She's like, oh damn it, I should have known this. Just like Metallica. <laughs> oh wait, White Zombie or something. Yeah. Like that. I have, I, I have their album. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Uh, the Loretta's like, "Oh, you're spending all your money now." Like she knew, like they robbed him, and then she's like, "Oh, you're spending mm-hmm. all your money." Like I, I would not have even talked to him. I would have just like skipped <laughs> it. I would have been like, "There's no way that I would have even said anything to you because you probably would be like, you stole my coin." <laughs> exactly. Hey, Mister Moneybags, spending your money. Yeah, it was so funny too because she thought the coin was like a lucky coin to win. So she's like, "All you do is put it on the table, and it'll pick yeah. a winner for you." And she's like, "What's going on?" And he's just like, "Haha, you're an idiot," and he takes it from her. <laughs> I could get Tammy anytime I wanted to. That's the next part. Ooh, speaking of 
Mitch wishes he could sleep with Tammy, and she turns into a bimbo that starts slapping him around. When Mitch goes up to have sex with Tammy, Loretta steals the coin, and when it leaves the vicinity of the room, Tammy snaps out of the coin spell and gets fired for kicking Mitch in the dick. <laughs> After she leaves the room, the leprechaun enters, using magic to turn the television on. There's a very sexy oh. woman on the TV and starts speaking Mitch's name. She... The rings <laughs> out of the television and starts kissing Mitch. Mitch keeps getting distracted by the leprechaun saying his name on TV and looks up. When he looks back at the woman, she is actually a robot, which proceeds to electrocute him. So I copied all of this description from Wikipedia, but then I inserted my comments. I was going to say, this Can is tell which very Saf-esque written. <laughs> <laughs> the ring. The rings. <laughs> Kicking Mitch in the dick. Uh, so we've also left out a couple like key characters in this. Like, Mitch, yeah. Mitch owns the casino, but he has like someone who is like his investor. Like his investor yeah, plus his money. I didn't know money. what those guys were. Yeah. Like bookies or like bouncers or what oh, the hell they money. were. They wanted money from him. Yeah, and these are the characters that I, I mentioned in the group chat. I was like, there's also some homophobia in this. is <laughs> because of those characters. Like, Well, I thought they were going to have a moment like at first. Or, they're like comparing like socks and, and like pants and, and whatnot. And, and stuff. <laughs> I was like, are they going to like uh, realize that they have a lot in common and like <laughs> fall in love? <laughs> it's essentially like what happened in this scene was he's like oh these boxers keep riding up and then they're like oh no i do this and like oh no no i do this it's like oh no i do this it's more of like a yeah dude i'm tough I fuck you like i'm tough I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm not a pansy <laughs> i don't like putting those garters on my socks because i kind of feel floofy or something yeah i'm not a pansy <laughs> he kept saying i'm not You're a fucking like a pansy like yeah they fucking homophobic jesus christ yeah. thus doth protest too much right he's like He's like telling it like his muscle, his like things and the muscles like starting to get a little bit down in the sensitive parts of the conversation. Then he just toughens back up. He's like, oh, fuck you. you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there's that part where Mitch is like, I could have taken him. And the guy's like, no, you're bigger. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part that I, I think I hated the most about. This entire movie was this, well, the two parts, the attempted rape, essentially rape, because he used the coin to change her will, because there's no way she would have, but because of the coin, she was going to. And then the leprechaun essentially raping Mitch. It's kind of like a, you you got what you were coming, what was coming to you, but it's still rape. It's still rape culture. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still kind of revenge is, but that's not doesn't make it right. Yeah, I mean, Mitch doesn't know that he put a hex on her, but like she wasn't into him five minutes ago. So what does he think happened? Right. I I mean, I can understand that, but it's it's the premise of what the coin represents, not the fact that Mitch knew what he was doing. Per se, right. it is more of the the idea that, oh, if I had wishes, I'd wish that so-and-so would have sex with right. me or whatever. That doesn't make that right. That's not consent. Mm-mm. And so it's, it's – I was like, oh, fuck this movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's – This was very uncomfortable. It, it really was. And I was like, oh, is she going to like completely get naked? And no, she didn't, which is good. And we got – we got porn. I'm glad st- this poor girl didn't have to do that. <laughs> I know she. Qu- I mean, I felt like the fact that she quit. I 
like honestly, I thought she did because I saw the scene coming up. Like, oh, this is why she quit acting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it didn't end up happening. Uh, but I don't know. The I guess the porn star that was the in the TV was the one that was cool with being naked. Yeah. But no, there's a there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. And Mitch keeps like getting distracted by his name on TV. Like Mitch is a common name, so yeah. I- <laughs> Every time it's said, it's, he's like, part didn't make is, sense. Is the TV talking to me? Like, wait, why? <laughs> okay. I think he'd be distracted because he's getting what he wanted there, but it's not like mm-hmm. he would at that point turn right. the TV off. But yeah. I feel like he's having some weird acid trip or something because... Yeah, he did seem a, drunk or yeah, something. If a TV started talking to me and then a woman crawls out of it to fuck me, I'm out the door. But he's just like, what channel is this? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Did the leprechaun, was he like a little lawyer in it? Is that what he was? Yeah. Like, call this yeah, number? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then he was Miss Cleo. Yeah, it was Miss Cleo. Yeah, too. there was something. Call me now! <laughs> Mitch, I see something bad in your future. Or something like that. Great. Scott and Tammy go to confront Mitch and spot the leprechaun beside Mitch's body. He asks for the coin to be given back to him. Scott and Tammy subdue the leprechaun and flee Mitch's room. Two bookies named Tony and Art walk in but are quickly killed by the leprechaun. Outside the casino, Scott has begun to turn into a leprechaun himself and must fight off his urges. They go back to the pawn shop for answers and find the gold and fight the leprechaun again. On the way out, Tammy grabs a medallion off the counter and puts it in her pocket, even though last we saw it, it was on the fishing pole, and there is no way she knows what it is. It's funny, too, because he gets a coin. He's like, I wish it would fucking kill you. And he's like, oh, it won't do nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. It's my can't, gold. You can't use the golds to harm the leprechaun, but he also can't use it because he already wished on it once, so he wouldn't be able to use it anyway. Right. It's like, oh, you... It's well. It's a different. No, it's it's in the video. The, the thing you get a wish per number of gold pieces, shillings. So you get a wish per coin. Yeah, and he already wished on that coin. He would need a different. Right. No, coin that was to wish that on. was the coin from the pawn shop, right? Or was it the same coin? Because I thought Fazio sold the. That coin. was the coin. It was only one coin this whole movie that's been circling around. To everybody. No, I'm pretty he sure he just got it back. No, I'm pretty sure Fazio one, still yeah. has it. Fazio still has it. This is a coin from the, the pot the pot of gold that was in the pawn shop. Oh, right, because he, he, up he safe, gets it yeah. out of the safe. Yeah, because they find, they find it, and he's like, ooh, look at all this gold. Yeah, and so then a few he, Because the leprechaun hides the pot of gold in the pawn shop owner's safe, <laughs> as if the pawn shop owner won't get to it. But he's dead. In his safe. Pawn shop's owner's dead. He wasn't dead when he put it in there. Oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah, different gold. So in the video, I said you get one wish per piece of gold, but it never yeah. it never says anything about you can't use your wish against Leprechaun. And he said it so matter no. of fact. It's like, oh, you didn't do your research. Oh, no, yeah. they didn't fucking. That's tell. like the one thing it wasn't covered in this yeah. folklore video. <laughs> we did updated CD-ROM or whatever that was. <laughs> it was floppy. good MS Paint quality. We could remake it if you really want. I'll voice it if somebody draws it and animates it. <laughs> I, I'll write it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess Fazio doesn't have it. Loretta has the coin right now. Oh, yeah, because she hasn't done her 20-year-old thing yet. 
Yeah, and this is the only mention of the bookies or whoever they were, the Tony and Art. Tony and Art, yeah. Who are quickly killed, <laughs> the beaten to death. With the shillelagh. By the leprechauns. Yeah. Even though he has magic, he could, like, do something magical with them. He just, like... Stabs them in the eye. Enjoys beating them to death, I guess. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, look what I seek! <laughs> <laughs> something dumb. So Scott was bit by the leprechaun, correct? Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yes. In his arm. So oh, okay. he werewolfed him, essentially. He werewolfed yeah, him. Yeah, so I was, like, kind of confused. Like, he was, like, transforming into a leprechaun werewolf. But Gupta doesn't turn into... And he was bit twice. Oh, right. good point. Oh. I think it's because they kind of focus on when the leprechaun gets stabbed in the head. Some of his blood drips into Scott's arm wound. Uh, and the mixture of their two bloods is what good point. Yeah. does the uh, oh, leprechaun okay, that makes situation. More sense. So a little vampire. Because they do kind of like zoom in on that. Yeah, more like vampire instead of werewolf. Gotcha. I guess I did. I guess I did miss the blood part. I knew he stabbed him in the face. So I just missed. I just felt like he transferred. You know, leprechaun yeah, I missed germs. That blood part because hmm. it like drips down onto his arm and then like starts smoking and sizzling. Oh, was that your pale question? Your pale dumb question? Uh, no, that's not. No, that's that not quite yet. That's not yet. <laughs> no, okay. I'm thinking of the <laughs> stupidest question of that you could ever think of. So. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Is the is the main character a leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Is this the same leprechaun as the last, or is it a different leprechaun in each movie? Because the last time we saw him, he blew up. Hmm. Just paled nearly into. Yeah, good, really good point there. <laughs> There's more than uh, I, re- I read somewhere. I read somewhere that they're different. Same actor, different leprechauns. They all look like Warwick Davis, but they're different leprechauns that's why they have different abilities i'm guessing yeah that's what i think we quote unquote discovered in the second one i think is what like the lore yeah. was saying it's canon yeah because i don't think different. the man the memories like carry over from like memory to our movie to movies it's like right it's just right, like a reincarnated number, new leprechaun because like number one was very scream like number two was he just wanted to fuck a wife Number three, he's just <laughs> causing mischief. Yeah, he just misses his membric or his whatever they called it. The coin. Oh, yeah. Shilling. Shilling. Like, yeah, my shilling. Where's my shilling? I need my shilling. <laughs> or I'll do some killing. <laughs> Give me my shillings. Are you going to get the killing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. Uh, Back at the casino, Loretta, (laughs) who wished for the body of a stacked 20-year-old, is confronted by the leprechaun in Fazio's dressing room. She tells him she doesn't have the coin anymore. The leprechaun inflates her lips, boobs, and butt to massive proportions. Loretta tries to escape via an open door, but becomes wedged in the doorframe due to her (laughs) overinflated butt. (laughs) Hysterical. She tries to force herself through the door. The door frame splinters and causes Loretta to explode. What are you doing? <laughs> the lips and oh my god! Yes, it was so bad. Oh man, that yeah. That's why I call her Duckface. Duckface. That was funny. That was yeah. But it, like, it starts like bubbling and gurgling when she starts blowing up. That kind of made my stomach hurt. Yeah, it's like, it was funny to see. That was great. You definitely had to flip it over. What I don't understand, and I feel like this is potentially because they had to like do like a complete makeover uh, for this scene, is when Mitch was raping Tammy, uh, 
when she stole the coin from him, that spell went away and she woke up. Fazio stole the coin. Yeah, like as soon as she leaves the room. <laughs> yeah. F- Fazio saw, stole the coin and then he leaves and she's still sexy. And she's like, well, I still have a mirror. So I thought she was going to finger fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then and she still keeps everything. High and tight, you know? Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, she's just going to fall out of everything now. She's just going to like, boom. <laughs> yeah. I I was waiting on yeah. that too, Dustin. I thought that. I'm like, okay, he's gone. So she's going to I'm look in the mirror and then just fall apart. And I'm like, what the hell? Works for one, yeah. but yeah, not the other. Yeah, there's really no, there's no rule. Because uh, Scott's money doesn't disappear after, like, when he gets to the hospital, they pull the money out of his pants. So when he loses the coin, it's not like all his money goes away. Right, yeah. So that is really strange. Maybe his winning streak went away. I don't know. Because he wished for a winning streak, yeah. and he won the money. His winning streak's over, but he could keep the money. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things, if you make someone go against your will, it's only for a short amount of time, or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird how there's really there's rules change. Wishes, scene wish scene. rules, like in Aladdin. Can't bring anyone back from the dead. <laughs> Can't make him fall in love. Well, well never mind. You can't wish for a stacked body of a 20-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy takes Scott to the nearest hospital, and he is promptly taken to the examination room. <laughs> the doctors notice irregularity in both his skin and blood, obviously, because of Scott's <laughs> transformation. Scott, now a tall leprechaun, stands up from his stretcher, subdues the medical officials observing him, and starts wandering around the hospital, sensing that his brother is somewhere in the building. Tammy, worried over Scott's condition, ventures into the empty hospital hallways to find him after she discovers a dead mortician. The leprechaun captures her at the morgue and threatens to kill her if she doesn't tell him where Scott is. Before he can cause fatal harm to Tammy, Scott immediately appears and a showdown commences between the two leprechauns. Second leprechaun movie to feature a hospital. Hmm. Fun fact. (laughs) The first one. Remember in the wheelchair, he was... Oh, right. <laughs> I was trying to remember. He, like, falls down the elevator or somebody falls down the elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a... uh, she doesn't just wander. The leprechaun over the PA system calls for her. That's right. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Says, meet me in the morgue. And she's, you know, thinking the worst. Uh, this, <laughs> I think, was pale in the text chain. His favorite scene. This is my favorite quote. Uh, doctor taking a look at Scott and asks... This is the difference between life and death. Do you have health insurance? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if no, you have to agree if I don't get my money, um, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. And then, then they find the big stack of bills and they're like, okay, let's order an EKG and oh, uh, yeah, let's order these x-ray and all this shit. And I'll come in tomorrow and do this. And she's like, you play golf on Fridays. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'll. Emergencies happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I was like, "Damn, the medical system sucks." <laughs> Healthcare. Well, they bad. just had to make these guys look like assholes. Yeah. So when he wakes up and knocks them out, yeah. that justify killing. You're not him. like, "Oh, these poor doctors." Like, "Oh no, these doctors were bad, greedy." Or it was funny. They like it. he breaks out of it, and essentially he just like beckons the saw to like come his way, and like cuts mm-hmm. him without cutting him all the way up. And then the, the, doc- <laughs> the strap. Yeah, the doctor throws the other doctor or nurse into him. Subdue him. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
was like, way to go, dude. Then he flips like a, a nitro mask on the other guy and mm-hmm. puts him to sleep or something. There's a nitro mask on the main guy, main doctor, and the main doctor trying to get out of it stabs the other doctor in the butt yeah. with yes. the <laughs> with the the sedative. Yeah. yeah, Tammy goes down to the morgue and finds the dead guy, and then she starts uh, shooing away the leprechaun with the medallion that she also knows what that does. It wasn't like it like an accident either. It wasn't like she looking for something in her pockets and was like, oh, hey, and maybe yeah. I can tempt you with this. And he's like, ah! He's just kind of like, eh! <laughs> yeah, I got this. Remember? He's like, remember what? How, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. How do you know what that does? Right. Yeah. You weren't around. You weren't there when <laughs> Gupta got killed. How would you know? I would like to point out that in every movie, the guy who works in the morgue always is eating and has headphones in in every movie I have ever seen. I'm like, you're not going to disturb anybody. Why do you have headphones on? <laughs> Why bother? It Another just has one, to set the scene that you're going to be, sn- somebody's going to sneak up on you. Another one that always happens. I don't think it happens in this, but the janitor always has headphones yes. on in the empty building at night and something happens behind him that he misses. He always misses. Like something outside the window or like, in the room like no one's in the building blare your music (laughs) (laughs) well i think that the it doesn't make sense for the mortician to have headphones but for like the janitor it makes sense to have your walkman on you because you're mopping the floors you don't want to have to like move your boom box for every section of the building that you're you know cleaning so it makes sense yeah. But for the mortician, but every janitor has headphones on yeah. and misses. Yes. The music is always too loud to hear like <laughs> yeah. a skyscraper blow up outside the window he's, or something. He's just mopping of some boom, you're like, Did I miss something? Pop one ear off. No, whatever. I'll just go back to mopping. <laughs> we'll go back to mopping. <laughs> yeah, Scott's hideous. Yeah, Scott's hideous. <laughs> Scott, oh my god. His like gross, like ripply leprechaun stomach. Yes. Ooh, yeah, that was ugh. 18 pack or whatever <laughs> surprise <laughs> Tammy stuck around I was like what are you doing you met him an hour ago I won't you leave <laughs> what just leave yeah. she's like I'm not gonna leave you we started this together no you weren't there when this started you just showed up this scene <laughs> I'm not gonna leave you why not this dude's a freak <laughs> run like <laughs> I kept I thought he was gonna shrink and like become a leprechaun instead of just being a tall, ugly dude. Yeah. I did notice he kind of started hunching a little bit, but then later when we get to it, he didn't seem to be hunching at all. Mm. So I don't know. Got used to his body. Oh, here's my, I got my stupid pale question ready. Here mm. we go. Ooh, here we go. Stupid pale question. All right, here comes. What's with the teeth? Like the half black, half white teeth. All right, so the leprechaun's teeth. This was this was discussed in the first one. They painted the teeth black, uh, so they didn't have to wear like any like prosthetic teeth to make it look jagged and weird. So it was just it was a trick play trick play to make it look like oh, these so it was like teeth. Yeah, you're supposed to ignore the black. You're supposed part. to ignore yeah, the fact that there there's black paint on the. On his teeth, <laughs> but it's you're supposed it's just to just like assume like, oh, it's jagged teeth when clearly it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't work for me. <laughs> well, it 
yeah, no, it didn't work at all. But that's, I mean, because we were wondering what the hell that was about. And I think I read somewhere that was part of canon. The same place that told me that they're different leprechauns is that it's just a cinematography. The, yeah. Cinemographic? Cinemographic. Cinematographic. Uh, type of trick would be to, be like, paint the teeth and, you know, kind of fool it. Just like... In- Usually they don't, like, zoom in on him that right. much the where you would notice, but right. they really focus on his teeth. Yeah, I mean, it's the same same why in the comics, Batman's trousers are blue and not black, is because when they print the black, it's not going to show up. So it's just however they can do to make it look like jagged teeth. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, is his teeth rotted? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's another pretty good question. A technical question. I like these stupid pale questions. <laughs> Did you notice uh, when Scott enters the casino, there's a little person playing the slot machines, and that's Warwick Davis without makeup on in the background? I did not see that. I did not see no. that at all. No, I have to watch I it a thought, third time. I thought there was a scene that had it showed some smaller the was there like three of them or was it just him like in the background i it's like a row of slot machines and he's like on the end playing i think it's right when oh, he's on the end for right. the first time or yeah, like when they like find that. zoom in and at some point the leprechaun's playing like craps or something but he's standing on the table because that's what they let people do at casinos yeah. <laughs> you're small let me just put you up on this table and then you could play from up here <laughs> there you go <laughs> Very, very similar to when the priest was playing craps, oh, and he had the women around him blowing. Hey, blow this, blow this. <laughs> oh, so that is a reference to the director's previous movie. He did. It was in one of the fun facts, but I didn't recognize the movie. It's like the night of something or other, another horror movie, and this guy is a character from that movie. Uh-huh. So he's just like shouting out that movie. Good for him. Little subtle things. Mm-hmm. All right, should we go back to the fight scene? Mm-hmm. Uh, as they each use magic to subdue one another, Leprechaun warns Scott that his Leprechaun-like tendencies cannot be fought so easily and that he would eventually be drawn to the gold's power. Scott then informs him that Fazio is the one who has the coin and ta- Tammy uses that magic medallion to repel the Leprechaun on the stretcher. This time it's a stretcher instead of a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I thought was was interesting. Like when I first watched it, I was like, how did he know that Fazio has the coin? The simple answer is because he doesn't know it traded hands. Fazio is the one who robbed him. Who? Right. And so he, th- oh yeah, that makes sense. So he doesn't I didn't really think about it. Yeah. He doesn't know that Mitch used the coin to try to rape her, you know, her Tammy. Tammy. He didn't get the full story because he was already dead. He doesn't know about mm-hmm. Duckface because she's, you know, dead. <laughs> and he was he never even saw her. Yeah, and so he only knows who has the coin because when he goes to get potatoes, he sees the sign of Fazio. Oh, hey, that's the guy who stole my coin. That's the guy that robbed me. Yeah. Because I always thought I was like, how did he know? It's because he he didn't know about the other handoffs. It's authentic. He just he just assumes that he still has it. Night of the Demons 2 is that movie that I was referencing. Mm. Shortly after Fazio wished to be the best magician in the world, during his magic performance, however, the leprechaun shows up. Fazio attempts to make another wish on the coin to be at Caesar's palace, but the leprechaun informs him that he's already made his one wish. 
everyone in the crowd starts insisting they want the saw trick to be done, not knowing that there would be that much blood and gore. The whole crowd, in disgust, sees Fazio being killed on stage. They all scream in fear. I thought it was pretty You're bluffing. Right? Yes. You won't do it in front of these witnesses. What the fucking leprechaun going to worry about witnesses for? <laughs> That's like the biggest fucking cop out. Right. Don't, they're they're going to see you do this. You're going to go to prison. Oh, not me. Yeah. I've, I've killed like nine other people already in this hotel. <laughs> uh, but this, I guess, kind of shows like the, the gullibility of a crowd. Um, you know, this crowd goes in to see a show and things happen and they're, they think it's part of the show. You know, they're cheering this shit on. And he did wish to be the best magician in the world, so they're going to eat up everything he says. So I think they yeah. were some under some type of hypnosis thinking that he is the maybe, best magician. Right. But I thought maybe he could escape it since he was the best magician yeah. in the world and be like, well, let me just poof out of this. But guess not. What he said, I wish I was in Caesar Palace, He that would work because he's a magician now. <laughs> like he doesn't need the coin. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a good wish because now you can fight the leprechaun. You're a magician, he's a magician, and it'll be a cool fight. Yeah. Nope, you just get sold in half the next scene. <laughs> I think all we saw was just the crowd laughed at his stupid jokes, and just, they were actually clapping and paying attention. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see anything. Yeah. Oh, the flamethrower. Yeah, he didn't really do any tricks. Mm-hmm. Like his uh, holding up the leprechaun poop earlier <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I left that part out of here, because we... It was in the cold open, but yeah, that was a pretty funny scene. Um, Tammy and Scott arrive and have to warn people to leave for their own safety if they haven't figured that out yet. They just watch this <laughs> right. gruesome murder happen. <laughs> uh, the audience immediately leaves while Scott continues to battle with the leprechaun. Still in leprechaun form, Scott can't resist the pot of gold that the leprechaun leaves on the stage floor. The leprechaun promises Scott that if he takes the pot of gold, they'll share it. And Scott will be trapped as a leprechaun for eternity. After hearing Tammy's pleas to not take it and that the leprechaun's powers lie in his gold, Scott realized that Tammy is right in using Fazio's flamethrower to burn the gold, which in turn incinerates the leprechaun. Scott morphs back to his regular self, and he and Tammy share a kiss. Scott asks Tammy if there's anything she would like to wish for on the one remaining coin, and she says, No, I think I have everything I want even though she just lost her job and the two of them just met like three hours ago and he was turning into a leprechaun most of that time. I love your finish there. So. <laughs> and he lost and he lost all his money, so he has like nothing yeah. going for him. Like his, The money he had left, the doctors took. Yeah, so it's he's just not there, you know? Um, I always thought this was funny. Did that flamethrower get hot enough to melt the gold? I don't know. He hits it like two seconds and then it, it kills the leprechaun. Yeah. I mean, we learned that the uh, if you do anything to the gold, it kills the leprechaun, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, but I was like, oh, he's going to use a flamethrower. But what what kind of heat is that flamethrower yeah. pumping out? Like, are we going to be able to destroy the gold? Melted down gold doesn't technically destroy it. Right. How do you destroy gold? Set you fire to it. it. into space? That doesn't work because leprechauns are in space, <laughs> as we learn next time. <laughs> It just uh, set it on fire and then I think the leprechaun explode. Dude, I am pumped about it. And we're going to have galaxy style beers when it comes. It, it doubles down on all the ridiculousness of this movie. 
Ooh, we should do galaxy style beers mixed with Guinness. We should do a, a Guinness <laughs> mixer for that one. <laughs> oh hell yes, absolutely. Um, how? Why did Scott morph back? Because the leprechauns did. I don't know. Because the leprechaun that bit him is now dead, so he reverts back. It's like un. It's like a reset button, I guess. I don't know. The one that gave him his powers is gone. They never really explain why he turns into one to begin with, so they can just do whatever they want to turn yeah, him back. Yes. I never understood that. They should have just used that one, her wish, to wish him back at the end. Yeah, I wish you were never... Instead of that. having it... Yeah, instead of having her be like, no, I don't need to, and throw it in the fountain. I love you now. Right. We're going to kiss. I've known you for three hours. We've been through some shit. <laughs> Sorry. You've been through some shit. I was shit. almost raped. You were a leprechaun. Super nasally. Yeah. <laughs> Just so much. All right. We can skip over these abilities and weaknesses because you explained that yeah. they're all different leprechauns, so that's why they have different abilities and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the leprechauns' best quotes from this film, I mean... We said a couple of I these. Think, <laughs> I think Keith has to read them because he does the <laughs> best voice. <laughs> well, not so much his, but I'll, I'll still read it. That's fine. I want to make old shilling. Tell me where it is or there will be another killing. He rhymes with shilling with killing, like, every time. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing. <laughs> I love the second one. For pulling this trick, I'll chop off your dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, the lovely golden palaces, completely full of riches. I'll rip them off and rob them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good one. That was a good one. I'm a big that fan of good. that one. He should have been willing to give me me shilling, but I have done well by sending him to hell. There's one, a willing... That's when he kills the two bookies. <laughs> a little token of my esteem. It is exactly what it seems. Made fresh daily at exactly nine. It comes from me shillelagh. You can keep it in a crock. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't remember. I'm not even that. sure what that one meant, but that's when he pooped in the dude's Yeah. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> He shits out of his shillelagh? Yeah, so a token of my esteem. Shit every morning. It's exactly what it seems. Made fresh daily at 9 o'clock. It comes from my shillelagh. You can keep it in a crock. Crock Yeah, shit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 9 o'clock is what it should say. Oh, 9 o'clock. Okay. I wasn't sure. There was an old man of Madras whose balls were made to fine brass. So in stormy weather... They both cling together, and sparks flew out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he says that one to Gupta. Uh, For no reason. He just starts saying that. <laughs> the, yeah. Most of the time, he rhymes after he kills someone. This one, he just like sits down up at the bar and starts saying that. Now that was quite a load to have to explode. What a lovely lass. I had to blow up your ass, but now I must hit the road. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So bad. Oh man, I think that's the best part. Like none of the other Leprechaun movies, he really has this kind of rhyming. Like every uh, one of his lines, he rhymes in this one. Yeah. So whoever the writer is, I, I I think they did a great job with the Leprechaun's dialogue, but not so much with anybody else's. Yeah, it's just his his little one liners. Well, more than one liners, but these little quotes is just like yeah, it's what makes it fun. His little quips after he kills someone and stuff. Yeah, I think that the best uh, dialogue outside of the Leprechaun, I think, was Loretta. To be honest, uh, oh yes, she was fun. She was she was funny, and she she was the one who was driving a lot of the discovery when it came to the the gold piece. She was she was inquisitive. She was um, 
you know, just very smart about it. She's like, why isn't this not working? She's like, this should be doing a thing. He was duping us with this coin. What's going on? And then he makes a wish that, you know, he's going to rape this teenager. Or I guess she's in her 20s. Uh, and then he's like, oh, he said he wished maybe he gets a wish mm-hmm. with the coin. You know, it's like she's yeah. driving the story. She's very smart. And she, she knew, you know, like what she wanted to get back into this uh, young woman's game uh, to get, you know, I guess more tips or more whatever. And so I, I think her dialogue was really good. It's like the adult part of this film. Yeah, she was probably the best character I- I was rooting for her more than Scott and Tammy. Like, these two were dumb idiots. Yep. <laughs> I don't care what happens to you. Um, I selected uh, three of my favorite reviews from IMDb. This first one says, Wonderful movie. I love this movie. It's not really scary at all. Just all laughs. Warwick Davis did a wonderful job playing Lep. And I just love how he rhymes. Lep made a crazy killer... Oh, Lep may be a crazy killer, but he so lovable. I'd love to have him as a friend. <laughs> I wouldn't be crazy enough to touch his gold, though. No one could play Lep as, as, wonderful, as wonderful as Davis, and I don't believe anyone ever will. Sandrast sand over. Sandrast <laughs> Sandra, Sandra over. <laughs> Sandrast over. Sandrast over. <laughs> I think Sandra's like twelve years old. <laughs> Send it via text message. Yep. Smiley faces, the LOLs, non capital letters. I feel like I'm grading papers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh Las Vegas gets more than it bargained for when a lawn ornament turns into a nasty leprechaun. More at six. Uh, Warwick Davis returns at, to his role as the spiteful leprechaun who will kill anyone for his gold. This time, the leprechaun must get back one of his gold coins, which is making its way through the hands of patrons at the Lucky Shamrock Hotel and Casino. The third entry is not up to the level of the part one, which is awesome, uh, whatever that was. Yet it features such surrealistic sights as the leprechaun impersonating Elvis. That was, that was actually pretty cool. Um, strolling amongst nudie bars and taking up a part of the ER doctor. I don't remember the nudie bars. He just walks by one and he's like, ooh. This installment has more of the Leprechaun's delightful limericks and rhymes than its predecessors and that is a definite plus. uh, Skeeter? Skeeter rates it 3 out of 4. What a fucking weird rating. 3 out of (laughs) 4? Maybe three and a quarter on St. Patrick's Day. Skeeter seven zero zero two three. Oh, Skeet. Oh. Skeeter's Doug's friend. <laughs> Last one. Uh, my favorite of the series because I like the humor in it. I think it tapped into the potential of bringing a comedic element to it all. And Brian Trenchard Smith, who directed that one, is an incredible director. He managed to get so much out of so little money. And that was what was great about working with him. He really got the humor. That was Warwick Davis. The, this was, yeah. The Warwick Davis? The Leprechaun. The Warwick Davis. Series. I can see that. This is the best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it every year on St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. New tradition. <laughs> New tradition. No, I am ready to move on to the, the fourth one. 
in space. And yeah, I'm ready to just leave this one. That one better be is funny, but I don't think it is. It's I like this one more, honestly. But there's a lot of ridiculousness in that one. I can't wait, and I really probably should wait on watching Leprechaun yeah. Into the Hood. And <laughs> into the hood or back into the hood. I feel like this can be back really racy. Back to the hood. It'd be really racy. So are we doing one it's leprechaun be... movie like every year? Is that the plan now? I mean, it's we might be able to do a couple of them later, like do to the hood and back to the hood, uh, probably because yeah, that'll the, be like a double dip short movies. This was just packed with uh, a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Same. This is the only like horror film that I had enjoyment out of. Like, I'm not a big fan of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I don't get scared by them. I just get bored of them. Yeah. Well, this one definitely isn't a horror movie. It's more of like a comedy. Yes, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like, there's nothing scary in this movie. Right, right. And that's why I like it. I think is because it's supposed to be part of that horror genre, but it's hilarious. I mm-hmm. think I laughed for a quarter of this movie. Like a lot of it's just dumb, but. Stupid dumb and laughing, <laughs> laughing my ass yeah. off. You know what would be make it like it's funnier? Fully ridiculous. Is if uh, there was like an HR lady that like worked in the casino that was like chasing everybody around, like you can't do that, you can't say that, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, trying to like save the casino business, like protecting it, everybody, like all the customers. <laughs> That'd have been funny. I don't think that guy would like have hired the... somebody like that though. I don't even <laughs> think so either. You would have fired her so fast. Now when the, the boss is raping people. Yeah, like, <laughs> right? You're going to sleep with me too, eh? <laughs> I get everybody I want. That's a good Mitch. She'll, she'll come around. <laughs> I got those it, I like going. You cut to the uh, underneath the, the craps table or whatever that game is. The roulette table. Yep. Oh, magnet. To see that they're cheating and it's like shitty plywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is not a classy joint. Right? Like, oh my gosh. House always wins. Oh, crazy, crazy yeah. silly. That's all I got. I think, I, I think we covered it. I think so. I think we did. It's more enjoyable than I thought. Glad I actually watched this one. Because <laughs> you didn't watch the first. Watch the first. Is, is this the first <laughs> Leprechaun movie you've seen? Yeah, full all the way through, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Good choice. Yeah, I know. Way to go. I was going to say, I'm going to be disappointed, disappointed by the other ones. Forward, I have a feeling. You, you really are. Yeah. This is the high point. I think that just, uh, no, just good. Jennifer Aniston one is pretty good uh, to get it started. Yeah, it's not bad. It's more I of mean, like a scream related. It definitely tries harder. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. tr- tries to be like a horror movie where this one does not. Yeah. That's probably my, my favorite one. And this third one's probably my second. So for me, it'd probably be like first movie and then the third movie and then the second movie. Right I don't know. The second it. movie had had lawnmower boobies, so that one was the. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Scene. <laughs> Probably the best one. Yeah, we got to rank all of these movies at the end. Yep, we got to do five years from now. We're going to rank these. <laughs> I think there's there are seven movies. What? I believe this is the third one. There's six. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, and then there's like a remake. Yeah. There's an origin. Or there's origins and returns. So you have. Uh, these three plus space, so that's four. Uh, to the hood or um, the hood, back to the hood. That's uh, back to the hood. That's six. Then you had origins and returns. So that's eight. Eight total. And films. Origins, I don't think has Warwick Davis in it. It's like a shitty try to be a remake. I think. Ah, mm. oh. 
I feel like I have I have a shitty like feel that the origins and the returns are going to be a little bit more of the horror film genre. That's just like a assumption that I have. Returns is a direct sequel to the Jennifer Aniston one because I watched that one last year and it's not great. I, but there sorry, are a couple yeah. of cool scenes. Cause her, her, it's her aunt, right? It's her. Yeah, she, like her kid goes, or her I don't know, her niece or something goes to like her sorority lives in the house from the original movie, or yeah, something. It's something like that where she's in college and she's going yeah. to work at this town i don't know something like very like similar yeah, they, like they're, they're going to do some they, volunteer but it's work back at the same house yeah and they're like that uh well is still got a leprechaun juju in it or something mm-hmm. so i think that's the end it ends with him falling down the well yeah so yeah, I, I still think we should write our own leprechaun movie based upon this one we make it stupid and funny and write little these little quips I think that would be fun. <laughs> you got to start with we, the quips and then the just go from there. A little we write the prequel that with the, we find out why. With the guy with the cane. The guy only yeah, has one eye and it. one hand. <laughs> we should write our own <laughs> script. Where did that guy come from? They and did it in 14 days. I'm like, well, hell. We'll do our own do script and like one of us can Might play like the animate it, though. I think we could animate it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably be good. My vote's on Pale being the leprechaun. You just move your lips. I'll voice them. It's okay. <laughs> I think Logan should be the leprechaun. <gasps> yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He's the right size. He's the right height. <laughs> I can paint his teeth <laughs> black. <laughs> Give him that jagged teeth look. Point, Give him pointy ears. That. It looked like a little Yoda running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. All right. We got to wrap this yeah. episode up, I think. Yep. Yep. So until next time, drink, drink up, up and, and drink out. out.